Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Good afternoon, whichever you prefer. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Amen. God is good to us, saints. He's so good. He really is. In fact, he is so good that if you continually do wrong, after he has warned you repeated times, he will help you with the blessing of chastisement. Why? So you can come out of the wayward path and back into paths of righteousness. Amen? Now, the idea is not to set yourself up for this. That's the idea. The idea is to keep obeying. Keep doing Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7. And keep your nose out of trouble. Don't go out courting the devil. That's the idea. Do what God says do. But some of us just have this tendency and proclivity to do just the opposite. So when God finds out that this is how you will respond to him, and to his dealings in your life, he will arrange for situations and circumstances to cross your path to get you to turn around. But you know, some of us have this strong proclivity to rebellion. We're just going to pretend we don't see it. We don't see any red flags. We don't know God is trying to get our attention. We're just going to ignore him and keep doing what we've been doing, because that's what we want to do. Well, God has a system of correction for that. And this morning, I ended up having to ask him to put that into place for one of the members of this ministry. I do not want this person to go to hell. I do not want them to be destroyed by the devil. And neither does God. This person has been warned on several occasions, but this person still goes on as if they didn't hear the warning. So now, God's going to do what God has to do, amen? Because the idea is to save your life and your soul. And I will always stand in agreement with the Holy Spirit to save your life and your soul, amen? Mm-hmm. Know that about your past. I will always seek God's best for you, even if you don't seek it for yourself. I want to see you end up in heaven. I do not want to see you ravaged by the devil. But if you like being hard-headed and stiff-necked and rebellious and stubborn more than you like God and his grace and his goodness and his mercy, and his abundance of favor, I will ask the Lord to step in and do what he does. You've not seen a chastisement till the Holy Spirit chastises you. 
You know, the old folks would put it like this. You ain't been to the woodshed till God takes you there. There are some chastisement you, that you receive on earth, you will remember them until the time you see Jesus face to face. That's serious. You're so bent on hopping over the cliff that he has to keep sending the angels to bring you back and pastor to correct you. Okay, we can work with that. You see, to the uttermost, Jesus says, to the uttermost, Jesus says, the song used to go, he will pick you up and turn you around. And that's what I'm asking him to do with this person, to pick them up and turn them around and put them in time out too. Amen? Amen. Amen. So if that's what it takes to see your soul saved, that's just what pastor's going to do. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So, shall we begin with the proceedings of this blessed day? Amen? Amen. God loves us. He loves us with an everlasting love. His love cannot be turned around. Even if you choose to go to hell, he's still going to love you. He's still going to love you while you're being tormented in hell. He has an everlasting love for you, and he's going to display it, and you're going to know it, whether it feels good or whether it doesn't. Amen? Amen. You know, there are some children, you can sit them down and talk to them and reason with them and explain to them and to try to get them to understand, and that will be sufficient for that particular person. But there are other people on the other end of the spectrum who have to go through some serious hard knocks. Amen. You remember in a sermon a long time ago, I told you there were some mothers, they had to chastise their child every single day soon as they got home from school. Why? Because it was necessary to keep that child in line. It wasn't the mother's preference. It was what her duty was. She knew she had to do. And they turned out to be, in the end, good, upstanding, law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. They didn't go to jail. She had already beat it out of them. Amen? And in the kingdom, there's some more of them too. Amen? Amen. So, pastor has to do what pastor has to do. Because the love of God compels me to do what is right for you. Amen. So, where was I, Lord, before I got to that? I want to thank the Lord for the miracle of getting me here today. Because it was indeed a miracle. If you knew what I knew, you would know it was a miracle too. Thank you, Jesus. I know you love me. God is here to help us, saints. He's here to help us to develop and to become just like Jesus. He's here to help us to make it all the way from where we are to the day when we go home 
to be with him, when we get to see the pearly gates for ourselves. He's here to help us, and he's going to do everything he can do to help you. Please avail yourself to his help. Let him help you. Let him help you. Amen? Amen. Let God help you. Want to be helped. Choose to be helped. Ask him to help. He'll help you. Amen? Amen. Some of us don't have the help we need because we figure we can do it ourselves and we haven't humbled ourselves and asked him to help us. Ask God to help you. He'll do it. He has great compassion. His mercies never end. Ask God to help you. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this deep abiding love and faithfulness, this covenant relationship that you have brought us into. It is the best family in the world. It is the very best family in the world. And we need to want to be like Jesus. We need to want it, not because pastor told us so, but because it's growing within us. We need to want to be like Jesus. Amen? Lord, help your children, the big ones, the little ones, and all in between. Help us to want to be like Jesus. Help us to want to think the way Jesus thinks. Because you have given us, in your grace and love, access to the mind of Christ. Help us to want to access the mind of Christ. Help us, Lord. Help us to know when we are drowning in sin. Thank you, Lord, that all of us have been in sin at some point, not realizing how deep we were in trouble we were. And in your mercy, you stopped us from going any further. So this morning, we ask for this particular member of the ministry that you stop this person from going any further in their sin. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering our prayer. You tell us to love one another, Lord. This is our prayer of love. We want this person to really be saved. Amen. 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 I remember this song. I was sinking deep in sin. 
far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters rescued me, now safe am I. Love lifted me, love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me, love lifted me. Love lifted me when nothing else could help. Love lifted me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Good afternoon to all of our first-time listeners. And welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. We are a Christian, Protestant, Internet, non-denominational church spread all over the globe, founded in the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? We want to thank the Lord for that, and we want to thank the Lord for you. We encourage everyone to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Please do click that link if you're on a laptop or a tablet. And... When the page changes, click Guest. When it changes again, type in your name, one of the names that's on your birth certificate, and your greetings toward the saints. And the saints will respond in the love of God towards you. Amen? If you're on a cell phone, you may do the same. Use your browser to access MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click those three white lines, and it will open up all the links to you. Choose MIC Radio Chat and proceed with the instructions that you have just heard. Welcome, and God bless you. We pray that this interaction with the kingdom of God will bless your life, change your life, and help you forevermore. Amen? Amen. So, in case you are not aware, at the beginning of our services, we respond to the love of God by participating in Holy Communion. We honor the Lord when we do this. We honor his sacrifice on our behalf. We honor his death, burial, and resurrection when we do this. And also, there's an additional blessing for us. We receive healing when we participate in Holy Communion. 
So if you have your elements ready, it has to be the fruit of the vine, and it ought to be red. Amen? And some bread. No, you may not use Oreo cookies. Bread. Amen. Well, it's got the same stuff out. No. No, no pecan sandies. No coconut bars. Bread. Amen? Amen. Amen. And... We repent of our sin. We take a good look at our own life. And we ask the Lord to examine our heart and point out to us areas that we haven't repented of sin we've done. So that's what we're going to do right now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you in pure transparency because all things are naked and open before the eyes of him with whom we have to do. We want to thank you, Lord, that you see everything, not just what we did or did not do, but you see our motives. You know the truth of why we did it, if it's in righteousness or not. So we thank you as we come before you in the next couple of minutes for pointing out to us what ought to be pointed out. We want to be clean before you. We want to be right. We want to be holy. We want to be saved. Amen? We want to be saved. So we ask you, Heavenly Father, to help us. Help us. Help us to live right. Help us to do right. Help us to think right. And help us to respond rightly to your word. You may begin. Hmm. Father, forgive us, for often we know not what we do. We ask you, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, to forgive us of our sins, to extend your mercy and your grace toward us, and to bring your correction in our lives. We know that when you correct us, it's because you love us so very much. You want us to be better, and you're willing to help us to be stronger and better. But first, we must come before you and tell the truth. So, Father, we want to thank you for this opportunity to come before you and ask you to forgive us of all that did not please you and to cleanse us by the blood of Jesus of every unrighteous. We thank you, Lord. We receive the outpouring of your love, the outpouring of the blood of Jesus, the outpouring of your mercy and your grace toward us. Thank you for being such a long-suffering, merciful, gentle, and loving Father. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. 
And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. Good bread. Mm-mm. Just don't. Mm-hmm. Lord, you're healing my eyes, I can tell you. How do I know? Because I'm not needing my glasses like I used to. Thank you. I want to thank you for that. Amen. After the same manner, he also took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. Amen. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, our God, we love to glorify you and to praise your holy name. We will bless you. At all times, and your praise shall continually be in our mouth. For you are the king of all the earth. You, Lord God, are the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as the head over all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and we praise your glorious name, for you are good and your mercy endures forever. Because your loving kindness is better than life to us, our lips will praise you and we will bless you and glorify you while we live. We will lift up our hands in your name. As you satisfy our souls, we will be fully satisfied so that our mouths will praise you with joyful lips. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you have created all things. And for your pleasure, they are and were created. 
Oh, Lord God, we will be abundantly satisfied with the richness of your goodness. Thank you for your bottomless strength poured out to us. Amen. In Jesus' name. Praise God. I pray, church, that you've been in the chat room this weekend. If you have not been, Pastor put some things there. You might want to take a look. Amen? You might want to take a look. So this morning or this afternoon, whichever you'd like for it to be, whichever time zone you happen to be in, we're going to talk about this, bypass stress. Bypass stress. Even if you're in grade school, you know what I'm talking about. Bypass stress. You know, the first time I really ran into this concept on a large highway, I was driving to Atlanta. And I would usually stay on this particular highway. And it had been years since I I visited Atlanta. And so I got to this point. I saw these big green signs across the highway, across the interstate. And one of them said, bypass Atlanta. And I went, I wonder what that is. I wonder what that really means. I wonder if they're finished building it, whatever it is. So the first time, I didn't take it. I I stayed real cautious. I said, I'll wait and see about that. But the next time I took a trip there, I took a chance. I said, I'm going to find out what this is for myself. I looked at it on the map, and it looked safe. So I decided I'd try it out. And so I got on this exit that said Bypass Atlanta. And there were a lot of familiar sites that I saw on the old road that I didn't see. I saw more trees, which, of course, didn't bother me one bit. I like trees. And I just kept going. And it was a long time before the bypass reconnected with the original highway. And I said, oh, that's what they meant by bypass. I can still get to Atlanta, but I don't have to go through all that traffic on the original highway. I said, okay, I like this. I'm going to do this again. So today, we're not bypassing Atlanta. In fact, we're not even going there. Maybe that some of you are already there. Today, we're going to bypass stress. Amen? And I know that everybody needs this message. I am certain of it. So, say, one of the deadliest strategies that Satan is using to attack Christians and the world is to develop stress for them. You see, demons do this. They spend time motivating people to do things 
that will set up stressful conditions in your life, or they do it themselves. They do that. I wanted you to know that in case you were wondering. They do that. Mm-hmm. That should be in your notes now. We are living in the days that Jesus foretold would come before his return. So if you'll join me in Luke chapter 21, Luke chapter 21, beginning with verse 25, we'll share a couple of scriptures. Luke chapter 21 and verse 25. Luke 21, 25. Amen. Praise God. Luke chapter 21 and verse 25. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Jesus said this is going to happen, and we're living right in the middle of it. Aren't you excited? He said this was the way it was going to be. He didn't want you to be shocked. So he told us about it. The Holy Spirit penned it, so we get it. It wasn't the news we were looking for, but it was the news he sent to us. Amen. Year after year, people are attacked with heart attacks and strokes, which may be attributed to stress. Hmm. Mm-hmm. At least in part. People have become less able to cope with the mounting pressures of everyday life. We read about it all the time. We hear about it all the time. Somebody goes postal, so to speak. They lost the ability to cope. They couldn't manage it anymore. They didn't see another way out. It happens every day. We must realize that stress is far more than a sign of the time or a contributing factor of disease condition. Stress is a weapon. Stress is a weapon that Satan is using to attack you, not just the body of Christ. He's using it deliberately and willfully to attack you. Amen? All right, let's visit the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10. The Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10. The Gospel of John. Chapter 10, verse 10. We've read this before, 
but it truly applies to this situation. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. You see, the thief has come to do one thing, but Jesus came to do something quite different. So, in the name of Jesus Christ, as your pastor and from my position seated in heavenly places of Christ Jesus, and from all the offices that he has appointed me to, I release to the members of Miracle Internet Church the abundant life that Jesus Christ desires for them to embrace. Amen. You may choose to receive it. None of us has to accept stress as a force over which we have no control. Because he's told us that we have power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. He said that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that has risen against us in judgment, we will condemn. Why? Because it's our inheritance. It's our inheritance as the children of God. Our Heavenly Father has planned for us to overcome it. Does that mean he's going to come do that for you? No. He means for you to get in this word, apply this word to your life, and overcome it. That's what he intends for you to do. No question about it. You say, I have to do something? Yes. Other than eat fried chicken. Amen? We are bound into the life of the Prince of Peace. We are so connected with Jesus that we never have to receive stress. That's how connected you are to him. He's not way up there and you're way down here. No, he lives inside you. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. He lives inside you. You always have access to Jesus Christ. Amen? And we are to possess his peace, even in times when everything around us is being shaken. Let's go to chapter 14, verse 27. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27. Amen. You see, there is no one that doesn't have an interaction with stress from time to time. Even infants and babies 
and neonates experience stress. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Amen? What are you going to do about it? The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. He didn't say he was taking it back with him and you couldn't have any. He's not stingy like some of us. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. You don't have to wrestle it from him. He's giving it to you. Amen? Receive the peace. Not as the world gives it. Because that's not real peace anyway. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not. Do not allow your heart to be troubled. So it appears that you have some authority and power over whether or not your heart becomes troubled. Then he says, neither let it be afraid. Don't allow your heart to be afraid. So it seems that you have the ability to shut that down. You have the ability to stop that process. When the trouble and the fear attempt to attach itself to your heart, you can stop it. You've got the power because he's given it to you. So now you're responsible for doing it. Amen? You are responsible. It is now your duty to see to it that the right thing is done. I know sometimes you don't feel like being mature in Christ, but it doesn't have anything to do with how you feel. It has to do with who you are. Amen? doesn't have to do with nothing whatsoever to do with how you feel at the moment. It has everything to do with who you are. And you are a child of God. Amen? Amen. You know, some people want to stay babies forever, but Jesus, that's not his idea. Amen. That's not his idea. He's not doing that. So get it off your agenda. Amen? Stress refers to the outside forces that place a demand upon us through sometimes confrontations with family members or even strangers. The Bible says we should know that offenses will come. As long as you're down here and we're living in a corrupted world, they're going to happen. It may be that stress uses prolonged illness or separation or divorce or marriage or career challenges or education or job changes or death of a loved one or unemployment or unsatisfactory employment, or poverty, or lack of, you fill in the blank, or unruly children. 
and on and on and on it goes. You might have one of those dogs that thinks they're supposed to chase every car that goes down the street. And no matter what you do to keep that dog in, that dog finds a way out to chase those cars down the street. That might be your cause of stress, especially if it tears up something in your neighbor's yard. And see, we even have dog obedience schools, don't we? Satan's strategy is to attack you through circumstances, sickness, financial problems, marital or non-marital strife, battles with your children, or any number of things. Opening yourself to unwise relationships, especially on social media. Now, saints, we need to be reminded of something. You belong to God. And I have said repeatedly that just because somebody says they're a Christian doesn't mean that they are. I've said this, and let me say it one more time. Just because somebody says I'm a Christian does not mean they really are. Furthermore, God did not commission you to save everybody, nor did he commission you to pray for some situations that he didn't give you permission to pray for. Wow. His will is to be done, as in heaven, so in earth. There are circumstances that will arise that God does not want you butting in there praying for. He's got it under control. I know that may shock some of you, but you see, the Holy Spirit is supposed to lead your prayer life, not your emotions. Praise God. Amen. You see, when we do adjudications, I don't do adjudications on every single thing that's happening on the earth. There are things God has told me, no, I've got that covered. Yes, sir. Go over here. Yes, sir. As he directs, leads, and guides, that's what is presented to him. God didn't tell you to go rescue everybody that's in sin. Okay? Let's understand that. He didn't tell you that. So just because so-and-so is doing something wrong doesn't mean you need to go jump in the middle of it. Your job may simply be to say, Lord, have mercy on them and rescue them, please, and then let it go at that. It may be just that simple. Amen? Sometimes all you really need to do is hold out hope for that person that they will yield to the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it's just that simple. But you see, if you're being led by your will and not by the Holy Spirit, you will find yourself entrapped in situations that God did not send you into. You will open up worse than a hornet's nest, demons attacking you that you had no business being exposed to. Why? Because you step outside of the will of God for your life. 
And guess what else happens? When that attack hits you, guess who else feels it? Me. Mm-hmm. I'll let you think about that. I'll let you think about Amen? Amen. So while you're goofing off on social media, stay out of trouble with God. Don't violate one scripture, not one. Amen? The scriptures are to be obeyed, saints, not just read. Some saints have relationships with people which God is not at all pleased with, which God is not at all pleased with. Well, I was just talking to them about... Amen. I have three words for that. Shut them down. All those relationships that you have formed being too smart for your own britches, that God is not at all pleased with, shut them down. Because they're open doors for Satan, and sooner or later they're going to get you in trouble. It's just a matter of time. Amen. And I highly recommend that you do it now. That you do it now. Amen? Before you end up in the lake of fire with them. Amen? All right. Some of the saints are in relationship which God never granted permission. Okay. All right. This is not the first time I've mentioned to you that you need to take every single relationship you have before the throne of God and ask for his judgment on the situation. It will keep you out of a lot of trouble and suffering. Amen. I mean a lot of trouble, suffering, and stress. Ah, oh, this is a way to shut the door to stress. Yes, now you get it. Amen. However, I want you to realize, saints, that when you step into these relationships that you don't have permission from the, your heavenly father, that's rebellion. And it's sin. It is rebellion to the will of God. It is sin. It must needs be fully repented of. However, these things are not necessarily responsible for creating stress. What develops the stress? What is that? I'll tell you. It is how we react which activates stress in our lives. It is how we react to the circumstance that activates stress in our lives. Remember we taught you to bind every thought? You don't do it, do you? I know. I know. 
If you bind every thought, you can catch the devil before he gets too far into the situation. Amen? Because he's coming to mess with your noggin. He's coming to show your eyes things, for you to come to conclusions that you didn't check out with the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. Amen. God never intended for man to be plagued by strength. Well, how do you know? Well, in Psalm 91, verse 10, that you memorized not too long ago, Psalm 91, verse 10, we find these words. There shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. God did not intend for the plague of stress to be yours. God placed Adam and Eve in a stress-free environment where all their needs were met. Isn't that wonderful? There was no sin, no sickness, or any circumstances that may have provided strength. Mm. They enjoyed perfect peace. Stress came as a result of man's rebellion against God and the result of corruption. The first sign of stress can be identified in the Garden of Eden when man sinned against God and then hid himself from God's presence. Hid himself? Yes, he did do that. Let's go to Genesis chapter 3. You know what Genesis is. Genesis is the first book in the Bible. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3, and we're going to begin at verse 8. Genesis chapter 3, and we're going to begin at verse 8. Genesis chapter 3, and we're beginning with verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden at the, in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves. They did the hiding from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid Myself. That's interesting. Notice, saints, that their response to God's presence, to the presence of Almighty God, was to hide themselves. People are still doing that today. Oh, yes, they are. Let's go to the Gospel of John, chapter 3. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, beginning with verse 20. The Gospel of John, chapter 3, 
beginning with verse 20. Thank you, Lord. I am so grateful for these scriptures. John chapter 3, beginning with verse 20. Amen. John chapter 3, beginning with verse 20. The Gospel of John. Amen. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Lest somebody's going to say, that's wrong, that's sin, that's bad, you shouldn't be doing that. They don't want to hear that. So they hide. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, clearly seen so they can be inspected even, that they are wrought or fashioned in God. Hmm. So evil hides from God. And people that do wrong hide from the pastor because they don't want pastor to reprove their wrongdoing. But you see, it's that very reproof that will help keep you out of eternal damnation. Amen? Amen. This is the primary reason that some of you don't write me. You are wrong, and you know it. And you don't want to hear what I'm going to say about it. But you see, I'm going to share with you the words that will bring you into eternal life and help to keep you out of eternal damnation. And I will stand there and tell the devil what he cannot do to you because you did something wrong. My question is, how long do you plan to continue in this pattern? How long do you plan to continue doing what you've been doing? It's not for your benefit. I encourage you to become more mature and to behave responsibly. Amen. Fear entered man's heart as a result of his sin. Man sinned, he opened the door for fear, something he'd never known before. Adam and Eve were driven out of the garden and forced to live in an environment where they faced the stress of having to provide for themselves. Before, everything was provided. But after they rebelled against God, not so. They had to work for it. Work. It's good for the soul. Amen. Not just for the wallet. It's good for the soul. It helps you to realize some things. I am a proponent of work. The Bible says if you don't work, you ought not to eat. Amen. Boy, you're getting quiet on me now. 
Amen. I know some of you are still paying for your grown children, your adult children, who ought to be, at least in part, providing something for themselves. And, you know, they're 40 now, and you're still sending them money. Okay? I'm going to say this to you. Take your tendency to do that to the throne of God and hand it to Jesus Christ. I'm going to save you from possible bankruptcy if I can. Take your tendency to give your last penny to your slothful child that's an adult, by the way, and still doesn't want to be an adult, and give it to Jesus Christ and leave it there with him. Amen? I know you love your child, but not more than Jesus. Jesus wants your child to grow up and for you to stop enabling them. He wants you to stop feeding their sin life. Amen? Amen. If you turn it over to Jesus, it'll be a lot less painful than you think. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. In Genesis chapter 3, beginning with verse 17. Genesis chapter 3, beginning with verse 17. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face, which means you're going to work hard, in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for thou, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Amen? Amen. God is so helpful to us. When we do wrong, He has correction for our lives. As the population multiplied, people were facing additional threats, fears, and stress of protecting themselves and their families from danger. When nations and kingdoms developed, people faced the fear and stress of war, famine, and disease. No different now, is it? So, as sin multiplies, sickness and death multiplies over thousands of years and stress increases. But there is hope. Where sin has abounded, grace did much more abound. 
where sin has abounded, grace did much more abound. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. There hath no temptation or test or trial taken you, but such as is common to man. No, you don't have a corner on that market. Somebody else got it first. But God is faithful, who will not suffer, not allow you to be tempted, tested, and tried above that ye are able. But will with the temptation, he didn't say he was taking the temptation out of the way. He was giving you something to deal with the temptation. But will with the temptation, test, and trial also make a way to us that ye may be able to bear it? You see, when you face a situation that looks like being termination, death, certain disaster, God has a way, a way of escape which will get you back into the path of abundant life. Always know that the choice is there, but you have to be looking for the path that God's opening up to you. You can't be murmuring and complaining and whining. You have to be praising the Lord and thanking him because he says, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. He will make a way of escape because he promised that he would. So it's going to be there. Okay? I don't understand. Okay, let me help you. The children of Israel had left Egypt, and they were going through the wilderness headed to the Red Sea. And before they knew it, Pharaoh's army was rushing behind them, trying to catch them and track them down. So they get to the edge of the sea, and Moses is praying, and God says to Moses, would you stop that, please? Take that rod, do what I tell you to do, and they'll go through on dry ground. Basically, that was it. And for all of you who watch Cecil B. DeMille's uh, portrayal of this in the Ten Commandments, you thought that was great, didn't you? It was one of the best things you've ever seen. When I talk about it, you can still see it in your thoughts. Well, that's what I mean. God opened a way of escape for them. And it was Pharaoh's army that drowned in the Red Sea, not them. Amen? Amen. So now we understand that. Good. Very good. Yes, God has made a way of escape already. God was not sitting there scratching his head going, well, I wonder what I'm going to do about this. No, God already knew what he was going to do. He was just waiting on them to get there so he could do it. One of the greatest curses overcoming people's lives today is stress. It's a curse. 
But we've already talked about the fact that you've been redeemed, haven't we? And you ought not be under any curse anywhere at any time for any reason. If you are, you're sitting there as a Christian. God has already broken every chain and every shackle, and you're still sitting there instead of moving forward. Come on. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Embrace the liberty that Jesus gave you well over 2,000 years ago. Somebody's already opened the prison door. The least you could do is walk out. And in this ministry, we'll help you get out. We'll help you find your way to the door and step over the threshold and keep walking. Amen? Amen. Satan wants your mind gripped by fear and worry, your body weakened and made susceptible to disease, and for you to become weary and faint in your mind and live the rest of your life in spiritual burnout. But that's not what Jesus wants. He wants you to walk in life, the life he's provided for you, and that more abundantly. He wants you to receive all the good things that the Father has already pre-planned for your life. But you've got to choose to do the right thing. Amen? Amen. If you reach this point, Saint, this point of spiritual burnout, you will be unable, unable to resist Satan's attacks or to release your faith to receive the answers you need. Why? Because your mind will be in a lockdown. You know what a lockdown is. You just got out of one not too long ago. Your mind will be in lockdown. Now, if you sit there and let your mind go into lockdown, the least you can do for yourself is ask the Lord to have mercy on you. The next thing you can do is write your pastor at gproom at outlook.com. Amen? Instead of going around that mountain 20 more times, sit your happy self down, and write your pastor at gproomandoutlook.com and give all the details, please. Amen? Well, I don't know what to do about this. I don't know what I'm going to do. God lives inside you, dear. All the answers and solutions you'll ever need come from him. Because that's where I'm going to get the answers I give you, from him. Okay? Are we there? Amen. In response to the mounting pressures in the world today, people's minds are overflowing with fear. 
and you know I'm right because they're still walking around looking like a bandit. So they are experiencing the effects of stress. And, say and, the root of stress is fear. You should write that in your notes. Amen. The root of stress is fear. Now, how many messages has the Lord given you on fear and your relationship to it? It's pushing for 30 or more. First Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 6. First Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 6. First Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Not your time, due time. Verse 7, here's that way of escape. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Amen? Amen. But I can't make you do it. You've got to decide to do it. You see, all the time, Michael Jordan did all that acrobatics to get the basketball to go through the hoop. You can do it, too. You don't have to do all those acrobatics with people in the stadium that pay too much for a ticket, sitting on bleachers, hollering and screaming, their faces turning red, and you think they're going to pop out of their skin. You don't have to go that far. You can just cast all your care upon him because he loves you so much. You don't even have to own a basketball. Amen. Amen. So, folks are experiencing the effects of stress. And you might be one of them. When a person, even a saint, is overwhelmed by stress, a very harmful process takes place in their heart, which has the potential to lead to a serious condition referred to as hardening of the artery. Yes, you have arteries. They didn't teach you that in health. Well, I'm going to tell you, you have arteries. You have veins. And hopefully you have blood. If not, we'll have to do something about that now, won't we? This hardening of the arteries restricts the proper flow of blood. Well, why is that dangerous? Because the Bible tells us in Leviticus that the life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. When blood flow is restricted, your body demands an increase in the blood pressure for the heart to pump blood to the rest of the body. You see, the body knows what it's supposed to do because 
God set it up that way. And then when it has a roadblock, it has an alternative plan to get the job done. Right. There you go. This gives way to more pressure on the walls of the artery, which eventually gives way to more damage to cells and tissues and the excess production of cholesterol. If you miss that in physiology, well, here it is. Amen? This continuous cycle of events lead to heart disease, heart attacks, stroke, and other serious illness. Stress causes much trouble. That's why the devil spends so much time stirring it up just for you. You see, it's one of those gifts that will keep on giving if you let it. Stress also wears down the immune system and drastically increases a person's susceptibility to disease. Even tuberculosis, multiple sclerosis, leukemia, diabetes, and hypoglycemia. And there's a whole long list right after that. Some forms of headache are caused by a prolonged contraction of neck muscles. Mm-hmm. A symptom of stress. Yet, there is hope. When we become sick, we tend to worry to the point of being discouraged, depressed, and unable to release our faith or to believe God for a miracle in healing. You didn't know that. Well, if so, when we get really sick, you better have developed your faith because you're sure going to need it. Or else the devil will come with his violin and play this tune to you, Oh, give up and die. And that's when you know it's time to sit up on whatever you can sit up on and tell him that you're not going for it. Even if you can't move your lips, you can tell the devil where to go. Amen? You can be in a coma and tell the devil where to go. You hear me, church? You can be in a coma. See, your spirit man isn't in a coma. You can still tell the devil where to go and tell him how to get there. I want you to remember that. Amen. All right? So don't pretend you don't know that. Amen. God has given to us saints supernatural ability to overcome stress because it is not the will of God in Christ Jesus for us to live with it. The prophet Elijah 
got caught up in a cycle of defeat. Following the powerful victory on Mount Carmel, where he prayed down fire from heaven, and God answered. He learned afterwards that Jezebel had determined to kill him because he killed her prophets of Baal. Baal, yeah, you hear me binding him up three times a week. Mm-hmm. Now, let's visit 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18, and we're going to start with verse 17. 1 Kings chapter 18, beginning with verse 17. Amen. And it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubleth Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou in thy father's house, in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and thou hast followed Balaam. Now you see, God had already told them they couldn't have any other gods before him. So it's not like Ahab didn't know any better. He just decided to do whatever he wanted to do. Amen? And so he is told that he is, one, forsaking the commandments of God, and two, followed after the devil. Now, when pastor tells you that, know that you're wrong. Amen? Now, therefore, sin. And gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal, 450, and the prophets of the groves, 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. So now 400 plus 450 is 850, right? So Ahab sent unto all the children of Israel, and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? How long you going to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. In other words, make up your mind. And the people answered him, not a word, just like some of you do sometimes. Then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only remain a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks and let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it in pieces, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under. So they're going to have a big a big fire, and they're going to have a big sacrifice. No fire. And I will dress the other bullock and lay it on wood and put no fire under. So then, okay, we're still even then, okay? Verse 24, and call ye on the name of your God. You just keep calling Baal, whatever his name is, whatever you want to call him this week. 
and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answereth by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. Okay, they were in agreement. And Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, choose you one bullock for yourselves and dress it first, for ye are many, and call on the name of your God, but put no fire. Don't light it up yet. And they took the bullock which was given them, and they dressed it and called on the name of Baal from morning even until noon, saying, Oh, But there was no voice, nor any that answered. And they leaped upon the altar which was made. And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a God. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he is in a journey, or peradventure he sleepeth and must be awakened. So he told him, you know, he might be in the bathroom, you know. You thought they'd have caught it by then, but they didn't. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after their manner with knives and lances. Now, we've talked about this before, where God says in Leviticus, you don't cut yourself. This was a pagan demonic practice. They did it to the devil till the blood gushed out upon them. And it came to pass when midday was past, and they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. It was a long time that day. That there was neither voice nor any to answer nor any that regarded. Baal didn't seem to be bothered with them. I wonder why. And Elijah said unto all the people, come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. Why was it broken down? Because somebody came and destroyed it. And Elijah took 12 stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. And he made a trench about the altar, as great as would contain two measures of seed. Mm -hmm. That was pretty big. And he put the wood in order and cut the bullock in pieces and laid him on the wood and said, Fill four barrels with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. So now you have soggy wood. Have you ever tried to light a fire? You're you're determined you're going to do this barbecue today one one way or the other. And just as you're getting ready to open the door and go out, here came the rain. You know... That wood wasn't finna help you right there. Not that day. <laughs> However, Elijah said, pour the water. Four barrels of water on the sacrifice so you got bloody water on the wood. 
And he said, do it the second time. Okay. And they did it the second time. And he said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. So you know that wood was soaked. It wasn't going to light. I don't care what you do. Amen? You can just forget that. And the water ran around about the altar, and he filled the trench also with wood. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou hast, and that thou hast turned their heart back again. So they were backslid, and he's turning their heart back to God. Then, ah, then, the fire of the Lord fell mm. and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the soggy wood and the stone and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. What do you think about Jesus now? He didn't say he evaporated the water that was in the trench because he could have. No, he licked it up. Now, that's called rubbing it in your face. He just asked for the fire to fall. Well, it did. But when it fell, it did something. It consumed the sacrifice and all that soggy wood that you couldn't get to do anything to them ribs you was trying to fix. And the stones. Think the stones were on fire. And the dust. And then it licked up all that water that was in the tree. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces. And that's where they needed to be. And they said, the Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. And Elijah said unto them, take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kirsha and slew them there. Amen. It pays not to get in a fight with God. Amen. If you're going to call him to the test in the fight, you better be ready. I don't know who's going to save you, but you on your own, okay? First Kings chapter 19, verse 2. First Kings chapter 19, verse 2. Then Jezebel, Ahab's wife, sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. In other words, since you killed all my prophets, you're going to get killed too. She was an awful person. Terrible. Terrible. She came from bad stuff, you know. 
And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. I tell you, this is better than the movie. Elijah had just seen the power and glory of God on full display, yet notice how he reacted to the news. Elijah became afraid and ran for his life. It does not say Jezebel was chasing him. Okay, think about that. Elijah focused on his circumstances and filled. Fear filled his heart. Fear filled his heart. He got his focus off of his God and got his focus on the circumstances. Remember, Jesus had to get up out of a perfectly good nap. Why? Because the saints were focusing on the storm. And turning around to Jesus going, hey, ain't you going to wake up? Don't you care that we perish? Amen. Jesus wasn't going to perish. He was on the boat with him, so come on. No. (laughs) That's not how they reacted. That's not human nature. And you have to realize, you have that tendency too. Amen. So, Elijah was looking at his circumstances. He fled into the desert to hide. Here we go again with this hide. He was weary and he fainted in his mind. Just as Job did, Elijah prayed to die. Yes, he did. And I didn't put that scripture in here, did I, Jesus? Hmm. Well, it's in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 4. Amen? In case you want to look it up later. Amen. That's where it's found. 19 verse 4. He says, it is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father. Okay, he was worn out. Spiritual burnout. Ah, stress. Mm. Amen. I know I had to tell you to stop. Every day, each of us will have circumstances that could give rise to stress. You can bet on it. Trust me. We must recognize that stress is Satan's strategy. So we have the opportunity to exercise power and authority over it in Jesus' name, as we have been taught. Amen. God has never promised that your faith would never be tested, but he has provided a way for you to overcome stress. Psalm 34, verse 19. Psalm 34, verse 19. Psalm 34, verse 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, 
but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Way of escape. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. It didn't say one or two. It says all. Amen? Amen. So when you get in it, well, I don't know if he can get me out of this one. Uh, Would you just stick with the scripture, please? A bypass is an avenue to go around or to go past an obstacle. It is a method of avoiding or avoiding direct interaction with a hindrance. The scriptures are full of methods to accomplish this. Among them are minding your own business. That's one of them. Mm -hmm. That's in the Bible. I know you didn't believe it was there, but it is. Staying in your own lane. That's in the Bible, too. Keeping out of gossip. Go to the book of James. Mm -hmm. Attending to your own affairs. The book of Proverbs. And closing your mouth. The entire Bible. Among many, many others, such as seeking the Lord first. Amen? First John chapter five, verse four. First John chapter five, verse four. First John chapter five and verse four. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Yes, you will need to use your faith. It's imperative, you see. In a world plagued by fear and uncertainty, God is going to have people who will face their circumstances clothed in his supernatural divine perfect peace. God is going to have people who will face their circumstances clothed in his supernatural divine perfect peace. It is not the absence of tribulations that will witness to the world that we are God's chosen redeemed people. No, that's not what does that. When they witness us in the midst of our trials, clothed in the peace of Almighty God, then they will realize that you have something they are looking for. Because right now, they're, they're coming up with all the CDB or CBD, whichever that is, all the marijuana uh, possibilities, that they can come up with. Why? Because they're still looking for peace and haven't found it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's why they're still searching. They're still on the search. 
And we want them to know that we have something they are looking for. Too many Christians have listened to the lies of Satan that stress is inevitable and is something that we just learn to live with. No, it's something we conquer and defeat in Jesus' name. Satan is a liar and so is fear. We may be living in a world plagued with stress, but God has given us a heavenly solution, the ability to overcome. Amen? Amen. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Praise the Lord. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise on these things. Amen? Amen. Praise God. You see, God intends for us to overcome because we're the overcomers. Why? Because the overcomer lives in us. Amen. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Christians used to know that, but they don't seem to know it as much now. I don't know why. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now, that's just the truth. And you're going to have to learn to receive that truth. Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for this word that we truly didn't need. And we need to listen to it again because you have a lot to say to our hearts. We want to thank you, Lord, for walking with us, for providing divine health for us, because by your stripes, Jesus, we have been healed. We're covered in the blood. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, and every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we condemn it now as a part of our inheritance in Christ Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked power. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness in high places, and we send them into the spiritual cage, locked up in Jesus' name. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland, 
We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies and the bush and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to their strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks and we return the attacks onto the heavens of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injury, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations which are demons, binding electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, Techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind all trafficking demons, listeners, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic and digital demons, and technology demons and their attacks, all Leviathan spirits, Kundalini spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, and all their attacks in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for that. Amen. We bind We bind our brainwashing kundalini spirits in their attacks, and we close off their psychic abilities in Jesus' name. We close the third eye and seal it forevermore in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind our pain-afflicting, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits in Jesus' name. We bind all seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger in their attacks, hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We take authority, dominion, and power over the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries to the mind and the brain, all remote viewing, all sodic and audio weapons, the all whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils, their mystic rituals, and their intent. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, all 5G and components, everything coming against us from outer space, from any satellite, or anything being beamed against us, in Aruga, anything in any orbit that is worked against us. All trajectories sent to harm us. Anything coming from a satellite, through the cell towers, through our devices. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ and we send your wickedness back upon your own head. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We overturn. We bind our mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Caribbean, Russian, Chinese, Japanese, Arabian, 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 Arabian,
all wickedness emanating from the Mediterranean. All evil coming forth from any body of water. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. All our tribal groups, all indigenous groups, all groups of shamans and witch doctors and such in Jesus' name. All witchcraft incantations and dancing. And beats. Beats that are demonic. Beats that are demonic in Jesus' name. All music emanating from the devil. Binding every coven of witches, every coven of wizards, every coven of warlocks and sorcerers and diviners and such in Jesus' name. Binding global cabals and all their work and all the work of those under the umbrella of the Illuminati and each of those groups and their workings and their purposes in Jesus' name. Binding all the evil of other groups like Planned Parenthood in Jesus' name. That are being used by global terrorists to control the masses in Jesus' name. We bind them. We send them all into the spiritual cage, locked down in Jesus' name. Return to sender. We believe in that. We thank you, Father. We give you the praise. We thank you, and we give you the praise. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, Satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, Besmirch, block, monitor, track, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, attack, divide, confound, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit of infirmity, every spirit of supplanting, and we bind the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. 
We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools in the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger. We bind the carnal mind, food lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to senders. According to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, flood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender or witchcraft attacks through channeling and against the, and the satellites, against the website and the app. Returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, juju, hexes, vexes, hoodoo, voodoo, and such in Jesus' name. All tribal witchcraft of any nation, of any tribe. In Jesus' name, all Chaldean witchcraft, all Spanish witchcraft, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts, binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells. Binding the demons of energy, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, magical patterns, even in numbering. Binding synchronicity, binding and caging Poseidon and other water marine devils and stripping them of their crowns and powers and turning them over to Jesus Christ. Amen. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending, the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, The Spirits and Works of the Oppressors, and The Spirit and the Children of Disobedience. We take authority, dominion, and power over martial arts, yoga, transcendental medication, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness. Aha, uh-huh. perversions, the work, outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness. We break their death roll in the name of Jesus, and we send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind our human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all demons uh-huh, attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, Worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting abuse, all trolls, all fear, idle mind, unfocused mind, apathy, unyielding, uh, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. 
We bind Zelio, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilek, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, and Baphomet in his 72 in the name of Jesus. We bind you in Jesus' name. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness, and we send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We undo the work of every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, toads, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals. Amen. We surely do. And we break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, and ceremony, vow, pledge, and pact. Amen. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grips, and Freemasonry, and the works of the associated organizations in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We want to give you the praise, Lord. We want to give you the praise for this. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the light of their sins. We bind the insanity, pride, and foolishness and work of error of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We return and loose the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber, and we bind the rituals of every secret society. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven, and we bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bind every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, and transferred to us. And we send them into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment right now. We disconnect and loose ourselves from them. Every devil coming across the computer or the computer lines, we bind them and we send them back with the curses that they brought to us on them. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We lift up to you, Father, and cover with the blood of Jesus our form of transportation, whatever that may be. We take authority, dominion, and power over all that might interfere with our proper trajectory to our destination. 
We thank you that you sent your angels ahead of us to protect us, Father. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night, day, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, stress trying to get into our dreams. We thank you, Lord, and we thank you for the warring angels that war over us when we sleep through the day, through the night, and for your wall of protection that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We pull out, literally, all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, whatever the enemy has sent to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We cut, destroy, and burn all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all of the form of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy and melt all false shields. Uh-huh. And blow up all the walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. We break and destroy all the powers of charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, psychic prayers and thoughts, brain frequency meditation, sorcery, magic, and voodoo, death, Bewitchment, potion, and jinxes, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, incantations, incense, and candle burns, chantings, ungodly blessings, hoodoo, crystals, root work, tribal rituals, and sin, anything sent to us from the demonic realm. Even a nice little dish at work that looks like it might taste good after we heat it in the microwave. We send it right back in the name of Jesus. Amen. We break the power of our witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, sources, wiccans, and pagans in Jesus' name. We want to thank the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. Anywhere there's pain in our body, we plead the blood of Jesus and pull it out. Send it back in Jesus' name. Thank you. We send back spirits of hate, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery. All of it, in the name of Jesus, all of it goes back. The ear, nose, and throat demons, we bind you in the name of Jesus. The ear, nose, and throat, and eye demons, we bind you in the name of Jesus. All allergy symptoms are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out of God's people. Come up and out of God's people. Spirits of infirmity, you're bound. Colds, flus, COVID, whatever it may be. All upper respiratory infections, asthma, you're bound in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. Come up and out in the name of Jesus. Come up and out. Get out of God's people. You have no right to be there. We have paper towels and tissues in this room. Up and out in the name of Jesus. Up and out in Jesus' name. Come on out of God's people. All of that that you picked up in the world, you've been out there amongst the people in the world and all the illnesses that they've got and they've been passing it around, you cough it out now in the name of Jesus. It's bound. We command it to be bound in Jesus' name, to go into the spiritual cage, to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. Father, we thank you for releasing your warring angels to war on behalf of the saints in Jesus' name. Every illness that they have passed on to you, we command it to be bound in the name of Jesus. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come up and out. Deep breath and cough from your gut. Deep breath and cough from your gut. Deep breath and cough from your gut. If you don't take a deep breath and cough, it gets to stay because that means you're in agreement with it. 
Come on out. Uncross your arms. Uncross your legs. Uncross your arms. Uncross your legs. Uncross your feet. Come on. You know what to do. You've been playing. Up and out. Up and out. Come on out. Come out of the body. 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 Come out of the body in the name of Jesus. Everybody. Ah, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Come on out. Come on out. Every demon in the body, you are now bound in Jesus' name. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. Come out from behind the eyes. Come out from behind the eyes. Come out of the ears. Come out of the nose. Come out of the throat. Come out of the mouth. Come out of the esophagus. Come out of the lungs. Come on out. Bound in Jesus' name. Excess phlegm and mucus in the in the breathing passages. You're bound. Come out in Jesus' name. Come on out. You can't stay there. No, you're not going to be there for some bacteria to come right around on you. Come on out. Every infection in the body is bound in Jesus' name. Come out now in the name of Jesus. Every infection in the body, you are now bound in the name of Jesus Christ. We send you into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Every infection, every infection, every infection, every infection, every infection, every infection. Come out now. Come out right now in the name of Jesus. Every infection, come out now. It doesn't matter where it is. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out in the name of Jesus Christ. Every overgrowth, you are bound in Jesus' name. Every overgrowth, every tumor, you are bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. Every illness of the blood, every ailment of the blood, come on out in the name of Jesus. You're bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. Come on out. Come out of the tissue. Come out of the muscles. Come out of the tendons. Come out of the ligaments. Come on out. All ball and socket joints, we command those evil spirits to come out of you in Jesus' name. All ball and socket joints, we command those evil spirits to come out of you bound in Jesus' name. Come on out. Come on out. Come out of the cartilage in the name of Jesus. Come out of the cartilage in the name of Jesus. All autoimmune diseases, you are bound in Jesus' name. Regardless of what medical science calls you, you are bound in Jesus' name. Every fever is bound in Jesus' name. Come on out of God's people. Come out of God's people now in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people right now in the name of Jesus. Heart disease, you're bound in Jesus' name. Stress, you're bound in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. Amen. We forbid you to stay. There's no hiding place for you. The fire of God is upon you now in Jesus' holy name. The fire of God is upon you now in Jesus' holy name. Father, we ask that you take these deliverances to completion in the name of Jesus. We thank you for coming to set the captives free. In Jesus' holy name. Now take a deep breath and allow the Holy Spirit to fill these empty places, the fire of God to burn them out, and release your prayer languages now in the name of Jesus. Amen.
Those of you that have allowed yourself to come up under bewitching spirits this week, you need to go home and get on your face before God. Amen? Amen. How do I know? Well, one of the reasons might be, or one of the symptoms might be, should I say, that you have a hard time staying awake when we're doing the warfare. Ah, praise God. Now, Pastor wishes to thank everyone who came up 30 minutes before the broadcast and interceded on behalf of the service. Thank you very much. The Lord will richly reward you in Jesus' name. Also, those of you who can't remember where the chat room is, it's located on our webpage on our website. Amen? Please avail yourself to it, and that will be the last announcement I make on that. Amen. Praise God. Now, Pastor loves you and enjoyed preaching this message to you. I hope that you enjoyed receiving it. Now rise for the benediction. Amen. Amen. Some of you uh, need to uh, take your, your mind, take your mind to the throne of God and ask God to do an overhaul in your mind. Amen. Amen. You should know who you are. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace shall be with you. And everybody said amen. 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 Be obedient on Monday, please. Be obedient on Monday. Amen. 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 And potato does have a correct spelling. Praise God. Amen. Love you much. Talk to you all. Oh,
Thank you.